Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. The last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the, I feel like a newscaster. This is, <laughs> yeah, welcome to another episode of the Juice Bar Experts podcast. Hope you guys are feeling awesome. Uh, I'm feeling good. Today we're talking about if your juice bar should sell coffee. Now, I'm just going to start by saying I can't technically answer this question for you, but I can hopefully guide you as to how to think about it. So that way, um, yeah, you've just got a little bit more clarity because with a lot of things that I share, I don't always feel that there's a right answer. I feel like there is an answer that suits you and your personality and your business model because not everybody is meant to have the same business, right? Different people. The reason you you get into business as an entrepreneur is to have hopefully a business that brings you fulfillment and is an expression of who you are. Uh, and so with that, I think that sometimes you have to obviously listen to your customers and what they want, but sometimes you have to not listen to them and not give them what they want because not everybody's meant to be your customer, right? This is one of the kind of big mistakes that a lot of people make is that they try to be everything to everyone. And you end up becoming nothing to anyone because you're just, you don't make an impact. You're not clear on what your business is. And so as it relates to coffee, for me personally, and this is just me personally, with my own juice bar businesses, I'd never uh, sold coffee because I'm not a coffee drinker. Um, every now and again, I might have some decaf coffee in the past because I, I do like the taste of coffee, but I, I'm not into stimulants. I don't like what it does to my nervous system and um, your adrenal glands. And it, just in terms of, of overall health, it's not the greatest thing for you. But that being said, I do know people and we have clients who serve coffee in their businesses because coffee has demand. They want to get people into their store. They want to maybe be able to have conversations with them about health. And yeah, no problem, right? I think, you know, and, and that is one of those things that you get to decide. Okay, now I can talk about a few of the complexities with coffee that you have to think about. Um, but overall, I think when it comes to any decision, and you probably hear me say this a lot, but it's worth repeating, you have to assess what your values are as a business, as a person, and make decisions from that place. And then assess the viability. What are the, what's the practical reality of executing on whatever that vision is? Because philo philosophically, I love the idea of getting people into your store and maybe they came for a coffee and eventually they start consuming things that are healthier. I mean, that's great if one could execute on that. I don't know the reality of 
that taking place because I haven't experienced it. So, so I, I'm kind of neutral on that thought process. Um, but, you know, you may also offer alternatives. You know, you may also offer like superfood lattes and things that don't have coffee in them, but also give people energy. This is something that we've done in our business. Add some ad- adaptogenic herbs, right? Things that might mimic the taste in terms of its bitterness, but also not be stimulating. Or you might add these adaptogenic herbs to coffee, right? There's there's many ways to approach it, and you get to decide. Um, one other philosophy that I have had in the past is that depending on where you're located, you know, if you're next to a Starbucks or if you're close to another sort of um, high-quality artisanal coffee shop, um, the thing is, is you don't want to be perceived as the juice bar that makes mediocre coffee and really great juice. I mean, you, you want to do everything well. So if you're going to do it, I, I would suggest you do it on the level of the people that are around you. Otherwise, you know, people, if they really want coffee, they'll go to the place that they can get good coffee. So the last thing that I want to say is that there is a process that you have to think about when it comes to serving coffee and equipment. You know, if you get a high-quality espresso maker, that could be $10,000. You can get lower-quality ones. Maybe you're going to be in the range of $1,000, maybe 2000 But, you know, just for your budget, think about that. And then also when it comes to training people and staffing, minimum number of employees needed. You know, the more services and products that you offer, the more complicated your operations are. So I say that to, to maybe let you know that maybe if you do want to think about offering coffee, maybe you don't do it day one. You might do it day one. That's okay too. But you might not, right? That's, uh, that's up to you considering these elements, right? My, my goal with this is to inform you and educate you so that you can make a healthy decision, no pun intended, or maybe pun intended. Take it as you wish. <laughs> uh, So I hope that helps when it comes to these kinds of decisions. I think, which is, I'll say this in a different way, because this is sort of similar to the point that I made earlier, but one thing that I see a lot of times with business owners and and new business owners in particular is that oftentimes they are looking from the outside in, right? They're looking for someone else to tell them what to do, what's right. You know, they end up creating businesses that are just like the juice bar down the street because it's safe and because they've seen it work. And so they're like, okay, well, that juice bar is doing this. Let's just do that because that works. And while I understand that, that approach and there, it's not to say that it's totally wrong, but a lot of times it just lacks maturity. It's sort of like when you're coming of age as a human being, right? When you're young and you don't know who you are, you just try to fit in and you try to do what everyone else is doing. And a lot of business owners create businesses that way. But then as you mature, you start thinking, I actually want to do something that nobody's ever done before. Right. And those are the businesses that really thrive. Right. Just like individuals. Those are the individuals that people really gravitate towards because they have a strong sense of self and an identity that is unique to themselves and comes from their core and their values. And so you want to create a business that way. Right. People will feel it. People will know, your staff will know, your customers will know. That's an energy that ripples out 
in every direction. So uh, if I can leave you with anything, I want to leave you with that is how important it is to have a strong sense of, of integrity of values, to know who you are as a person and let that inform your business decisions and don't look to the outside world. Always, you know, look for advice, you know, be, be mindful, be open, but don't try to formulate your identity or your decisions from the external too much because you'll lose yourself and you'll always be confused and you'll never be sure if you're making the right choice or not. And it's just, you know, that's an anxious state of existence. All right. I hope this has been helpful. If you guys need help with any aspect of your business, you can reach me personally at andrew at startajuicebar.com. We'd be happy to help. Until next time, wishing you guys a lot of success. Hope you're happy. Hope you're healthy. Talk soon.